0: Hello everyone and thank you so much for tuning into the program. I'm on the road right now so I'm using a different recording setup. This is more of a this is actually more kind of of a travel package you could say and I know it sounds a lot different than all the big bulky professional mics that are plugged into mixers and soundboards and things like that. I know it's really not a great sound. I'm actually waiting for a different setup that's kind of like a travel headset. It has a little bit more of a nicer sound, so I'm sorry, you'll have to bear with me while I'm on my little mini tour of BC and Alberta provinces. Uh, Still, a lot of my minister friends cannot fly to Canada And as most of you know, I was in California for a year. When I went to California, even before COVID, I started doing baptisms on the beach. And I think I started a movement because now everybody's doing that in California. And it's uh, it's really exciting. Speaking of exciting, I'm gonna be in Edmonton, Alberta, Canada. On October 31st, we are taking over that demonic occult day. At high noon, we're meeting on the front steps of the legislature. We're going to meet in Edmonton, Alberta, Canada, October 31st. Call it a protest of unrighteousness. Because you know what? Without God, there is no freedom. These other segments of society can call them freedom rallies all they want. But unless we start repenting for the nation, we're doomed as a nation. And Canada's really circling the toilet bowl, as you guys know as much as God has given me a heart for America, I love my own country, and I'm trying to make some changes here and wake up 33 million people. And uh, yeah, I know that's the size of California, ironically. Praise the Lord. Things are really being shaken up in California. Let's be praying for California. They got Hollywood. They got the Freemasons. They got the witches even Disney. Have you seen my Disney deception? Hey, listen, if you have not become a a patron of mine, would you make a monthly contribution to this ministry? Would you commit to that? I heard back from you, the listener, people wanted easy, quick ways to send money. Venmo, CashUp, Zelle, paypal there's lots of easy ways to donate if you would go to sheilaslinski.com you'll notice up in the top right hand corner big pink button you cannot miss it. and we're bringing out a text to give that's coming out in another month and just know this ministry is dedicated to equipping the saints for this end time prayer warfare deliverance I cause problems for the devil professionally. And I need prayer, too, for y'all who want to pray. I really need some intercessors to come alongside this ministry as well. You don't think there's lots of covens of witches against this ministry? Uh, Think again. And they're probably listening in as we speak. Speaking of powerful deliverance and speaking of excitement, I have an exciting topic today. I think that's going to be so powerful. I cannot believe when I first heard him give this message in his church, I knew I had to have him back on the program. One of the most amazing deliverance ministers that I know in the world, in fact he hails out of the city, I'm going to be speaking at on October 31st, it is the one and only Joseph Jasinski, everyone's favorite Polish pastor. Joseph, welcome to the program. It is so good to have you back on. I'm such a huge fan of your ministry. Thank you for coming on, sir. Praise God.
1: First of all, he told me, you know, just to uh, specialize in deliverance. And I know my uh, my speech could be kind of a difficult at times for some people to just grasp it, understand. But if you listen second time or third time <laughs> to the teaching then you will flow with me. Praise God. I never ask, you know, just to speak to an English audience, you know. But the Bible says in Isaiah, he will speak through people with stammering tongues and things like that. So, brother, sister, if you have problems to understand me in moments, uh, just the grace of God can bridge the gap. Father God, I just thank you so much for, Lord God, for this program and the blessings that I can release your word, Lord God. so let this word, Lord God, be a, Lord God, quick, sharp, and powerful, Lord God, setting free people's hearts, because Lord, we'll be talking about the hardness of heart. So, Lord God, in Jesus' name, let your heart be revealed here concerning our hearts, because you told us to love you with all our hearts, but sometimes, God, we cannot. There's something wrong with our hearts. So, Lord God, I pray, shine your light, shine your light on everybody, in your light, your word, we shall see light. The people will see and understand and it will be a great revelation to them. And Lord God, that even deliverance during listening, Lord God, to this podcast, Lord God, listening to the word of God, let there be already deliverance in Jesus' name. The Bible says Jesus was teaching and the power of God, Power of God was present to heal them. God, I pray, let the healing of hearts start, Lord God. There are so many broken hearts, Lord God, people hurting heart wounds. So, Lord God, in Jesus' name, let today... Be the anointing, Lord God, which breaks the yokes, which are over the hearts of the people. Thank you, Father, Lord God. Hide us in the secret place of the Most High. Jesus, we welcome you. You are the word of God. Thy word is truth. You are the truth. Know the truth. And the truth will set you free. So, Lord, I pray, Lord God, your word will be setting people free tonight. Lord God, as I'm speaking, Lord. And, Lord, I pray in the name of Jesus Christ, Holy Spirit, we don't want to do anything anything without you so anoint us, for it is not by might, not by power, but by my spirit, saith the Lord. Or oh, praise God. So the topic is hardness of heart. Bible says in Psalm 95, 8, Harden not your heart, as in the provocation, as in the day of temptation in the wilderness, that's uh, Old Testament, and it repeats itself. You know, the same in the uh, letter to Hebrews 3, 8. Harden not your heart, as in the provocation in the day of temptation, in the wilderness. So in both new, Old and New Testament, the Bible says, harden not your hearts. Which tells us that the heart can be hardened. And you can have a hardness of heart, you don't even know it. You saw, let's say, as uh, uh, you saw, you know, just good, loving toward, you know, uh, one person. But then 10 minutes later, there's a person who just you don't like right from the beginning and you don't know why. So we can see the heart can be hardened, you know, and (laughs) something is wrong with hearts of people. And I'm talking about God's people. Hardening of heart is taking place as lawlessness and sin increases. You know, the enemy is coming like a flood. Look what's happening. Abortions, sex changing, redefining of marriage, euthanasia, legalizing drugs, calling good evil, calling black white white black. Crisis on the left and right, people who are in rebellion are not the only ones with hard hearts. The dictionary defines hard when it applies to matters of the heart as being cold, insensitive, callous, unfeeling, unyielding. This malady had stricken every Christian, I believe, in some areas of their lives. We are not as perfect as God is. We are, you know, to um, aim for perfection because the Bible says, be perfect as I am perfect. As the Bible says, be holy as I am holy. But heart can be hardened. Heart is very important because the Bible says, love the Lord with all your heart. Well, some people just cannot love the Lord, you know, just with all their hearts because something wrong was uh, is with their hearts. Some even think that they do love the Lord with all their hearts till the Lord put a light, you know, on a certain, you know, parts of their life or heart and they find out that there's something wrong. In your life you shall see light. Praise God for the truth. Bible says guard your heart. Why? Because out of the heart come all the issues of life. You are in heart the way you really are. Because the Bible says, as man thinketh in his heart, so is he, or so he will become. So the way we think in our hearts, you know, we can become this way or we already are. Sometimes, you know, I, I hear people talking and I already know what is in their hearts because the Bible says, out of the heart, mouth speaketh <laughs> So by the few words... Uh, even without even greater revelation, you know that they are hardened in their hearts concerning certain people or things. You just know it. Bible says, break the fallow ground. But what we are talking about, fallow ground is a good ground. But the good ground became so hardened like a concrete, you cannot sow seeds on a Fallow ground, concrete ground, because it's not—it's going to just simply—it's going to die. God have to break the fallow ground. God has to break the hardness of people before they can even bring fruit. Praise God. As I said, you know, as you're looking, you know, at the situation right now with COVID, with the riots taking place with in political arenas all over the place. You see the hardness of heart. Look at the parliament in new york they just celebrated victory because they passed a law that you can terminate a child if the child survives abortion or to the end of pregnancy a child can be terminated and they celebrated this great glorious so-called event with lighting up the tower which was built in in place of the two towers which went down as a warning they put it, you know, in a pink color, the whole thing, representing women's rights, reproductive organs, whatever else it is. Well, that's an abomination. How hard, and hard can be to terminate a child which survives abortion? These are supposedly intelligent, educated people. Parliament in New York agreeing. I mean, the whole bunch. No wonder New York is in such a bad case, why it's under a judgment. That's what the whole thing is about. And God's people need to repent because we have hardened hearts. These things don't bother us anymore. Bible is warning us that heart can be hardened. And we are in such a perilous times. Second Timothy three, starting verse one. This know also, not only that we know it, we are experiencing around it was showing, you know, on uh, Fox News in New York, this guy passing, woman, old woman, very old. and young man is passing by and suddenly without turning his head, he smacked her. And she went down. What kind of a hardened heart is this? This is heart of a stone. Or father is walking with a child. That's New York too. And car is coming, you know, with his little daughter. He picked her up at school, walking her back home and there's cars just slowing down, window opening, hand showing up with a, you know, a pistol or whatever, gun, and shoot the father. All kinds of things, all kinds of things. With this COVID on top of it, people become so, you know, hardening heart, insensitive, just afraid to say anything, riots, you know, burning. All these young people, you know what it is? Hardened hearts. They have a twisted minds. They don't have even uh, common sense. They lost it. They don't know reality. don't know reality, they know virtual reality. They were brought up, schooled by, you know, twisted teachers in the colleges and universities with the Marxist as it's coming out more and more to the surface, with the Marxist orientation. And we have a generation of young people lost and they found themselves a cause and they're walking, <laughs> burning, looting. Pushing old people, coming to old couple in Pittsburgh who's, who's dining and just picking up their drink, looking at them with the arrogance and just drinking their drink. What is honoring older people? It just, things are just upside down. This know also that in the last day, days there will be perilous times. For men shall be lovers of their own selves. That's what it is. We need a Jesus revolution to save all these young people. They lost. They found themselves a a cause called Black Lives Matter. Black Lives Matter was picked up by some Marxists and that's who they are in the name of the Black Lives Matter. They are pushing their Marxist agendas. All kinds of horrible things happening. Men shall be lovers of their own selves, covetous, boasters, proud, blasphemous, disobedient to parents. This is all... In know, hardened heart, unthankful, unholy. These are also demons without natural affections, truth breakers, false accuser, incontinent, fierce, despisers of those that are good, traitors, heady, high minded lovers of pleasure more than lovers of God, having a form of godliness but denying the power thereof from such turn away. My first point warning from God Himself not to harden your heart. Hebrews 3.8 Harden not your heart as in the provocation, in the day of temptation, in the wilderness. The Lord knows our hearts, remember. Samuel was sent by God to anoint, you know, just one of the sons of Jesse to be the next king of Israel. So the first son came, he was good-looking, said, he said to himself inside, he forgot that God knows what he's thinking. God knows what we are all are thinking. He said, this is the one. No, he wasn't the one. Then the next one, come on, oh, he's he's built. Finally, God spoke to Samuel, Prophet Samuel. It wasn't the the second one either. It was the last one, David. But the Lord said unto Samuel, look not on his countenance, or on the height of his stature, because I have refused him, for the Lord seeth not as man seeth. Yes. For men looketh on the outward appearance, but the Lord looketh on the heart. God knows your heart. Bible says, heart can be desperately wicked. Who can know it? You might not know your heart. Women of Israel do a siege were eating their own children. During the time of King Ahab, can you believe it? How hard the heart can get. In 1 Samuel 6, verse 6. Wherefore then do you harden your heart as the Egyptians and Pharaoh hardened their hearts? So you can see the New Testament, Old Testament. The Lord is warning us about the hardening of our hearts. Heart can be hardened. God warning his people not to harden their heart. There are so many people all over there, are people with hardened hearts. Even Christians have hardened heart. in some places they don't even know unless the Lord puts a light on it. Jesus happened to be walking on water. <laughs> the disciples, you know, thought it was a ghost. So they are freaking out. You know, they are troubled. And immediately he talks to them and says unto them, Be of a God cheer, it is I. Be not afraid. And he went up unto them into the ship. And the wind ceased. And they were so amazed in themselves beyond measure. That he was walking on water. And the moment he came to the boat. It's all quiet. And they wondered. And this is what the Bible says. What they considered not the miracle of the loaves. When Jesus fed the five thousand. For their heart was hardened. Who is he talking about? He's talking about his own disciples. You can harden your heart in a moment sometimes. And then, a month later, the same situation, You, and to your surprise or without knowing, you already hardened, you react in the same way. So we have to be careful. When Bible says in Hebrews 3a, harden not your heart as in the day of provocation, in the day of temptation, in the wilderness. This is a warning of God concerning children of Israel. This, This was concerning hardening a heart toward God. Now, you can harden the heart toward men also, because the Bible says in Deuteronomy 1570, if you see a poor brother, don't pretend you don't see him. Don't harden your heart, so we can harden our hearts toward our fellow men. And there are two commandments which uh, fulfill all the law. Love God with all your heart and love your neighbor. In Those two we fulfill all the commandments. If we harden our hearts toward God, we harden, for sure, we'll have a heart hardened toward our fellow men. In 1st Samuel chapter 6 6, we are warned by the Lord, you know, to uh, not hardening our hearts. It's, it's concerning, of course, people. And in, in Mark chapter 6, verse 49 to 52, don't harden your heart concerning miracles. You know, when Jesus, you know, did a miracle of feeding five thousand people, it somehow didn't register in them. Because when he walked in water, they were just surprised. Or they shouldn't be surprised. Sometimes we are just hardening our hearts. We see a miracle and just still don't believe. So point number one was warning not to harden your heart toward God or toward fellow man. Heart can be hardened. Point number two, heart can be hardened like a stone. Can you believe that? A meek heart? You know, loving heart suddenly can be hardened because of many things can be hardened. That's why the Bible says, guard your heart. I had a sister who continually would fall into uh, relationships and then again, broken relationship again. She's crying. Oh, no. I said, sister, I told you, guard your heart. Don't invest your emotions. How do you know this guy is from the Lord for you? Oh, she never listened. Because of her, I came up with a teaching, God your heart, which is d- different than this one right now. This is about hardness of heart, but they, they complement each other. But Bible says, heart can be hardened like a stone. Our second point. In Ezekiel 36, 26, a new heart also will I give you, a new spirit will I put within you. God can do that. And I will take away the stony heart out of your flesh, and I will give you a heart of flesh. Heart like a stone. Can you have a heart like a stone? Yes. Bible says in Job 41 verse 24, His heart is as firm as stone. Yeah. As hard as a piece of a, you know, millstone. Who is he talking about? He's talking about demon named Leviathan. That's how he is. But if you have a spirit concerning Leviathan, if you have a spirit named Leviathan, that's how you become. Your heart will be like a stone, like that demon. And I dealt with the Leviathan. Once I dealt with a Leviathan in an engineer, he came from another city, and I said, What do you want? He said, I want to be delivered from pride. I said, well, Pride, okay. And the Leviathan manifested. I've never seen a manifestation of Leviathan on a face, which what I want to say, it was embodiment, what pride is about. It's difficult to describe how the face looked like. I wish I, I, I remember about my iPhone and took a picture. Pride manifested on the face of a person. It was just in the most incredible, ugly thing you've ever seen it. Eyes popping out, bulging out, and his name was Leviathan. He didn't want to come out. So finally I said, Well look at Jesus because when two three gathered that Jesus is. I found out about it. Instantly head of the person turned when Jesus was standing with such a hatred. He still did not come out. Then I looked at the watch, it was two AM. I said, Nah, I'm going to sleep. So I bounded the devil, he came back this person two weeks later you know and we were able to cast him out the demon was still in a box (laughs) i sealed the box with the blood of jesus but praise god lots of people have pride a pride hardens we'll talk about that matthew 25 24 then he he's jesus giving a a parable of of five talents ten talents you know just then he which had received the one talent came and said lord I knew this uh, dawa a hard man." Well, God is not hard, okay? But we know that some people can be hard. You heard the description, this guy is such a hard man. You just cannot reason with a guy like that. In this case, of course, it was not true because he's talking the, about the Lord. But from experience, no, we know that some people can be like that. As a matter of fact, they are described as a hard man. He's a hard man to deal with. I worked for one guy, German guy, you know, and I wanted to learn carpentry. I knew nothing about it. He said, how much experience you have? I said, well, one month I helped somebody. He said, no, 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 no. I'm looking for somebody who has experience to be carpenters helper. I said, I will work for half of the price. Wait, for half of the ages. He said, no, 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 no. I said to him, I'll work for free. He looked at me, he agreed. That was like, well, 40 years ago, 42. <laughs> and so he agreed here in Edmonton, Alberta. He agreed. <laughs> you know, when I was quitting, I mean, changing the job, he was calling me because he just really appreciated me. But I met him 30 years later. I said, hey, Hans, I know you. I work for you. As a matter of fact, when I quit on Hans, I went to work for other German guys, brothers. And, you know, when they heard... That said, I work for Hans, they hired me right away. They said, if you can last with Hans, you can last with anybody. But anyway, 30 years later, I met Hans and uh, I said, I work for him, uh, for you. And he said, did you quit because I was screaming? (laughs) I was laughing. (laughs) That's why many people uh, uh, quit because he was screaming. He was such a hard man. Some people can be like a hard man or even hard woman is woman hardens her heart. Wow. Second Kings 17, 14. Notwithstanding, they would not hear. By harden their necks. Harden your neck is hardening your heart. Like to the neck of their fathers, they did not believe in the Lord. So your heart is a physical and the biggest emotional organ and within the sphere, speech spiritual sphere of it is the spiritual heart, the seat of affection. You know, a, a heart affects all your thoughts, speech and actions, everything starts in the heart. As you in the heart, you know, that's the way you will think, because mind processes what you think in your heart. You change your heart, you change your thinking, you change your words, you change. Praise God. A heart is desperately wicked who can know it. You might not even know your heart. <laughs> you think I'm a Christian. Yeah, you're a Christian till you come across a certain situation. Suddenly, you act like a total unbeliever. Don't ask me how I know that. <laughs> Praise the Lord. Yeah, if you describe somebody as hardened, you mean somebody so bad, unpleasant, no longer affected by what people even think about them. Now... Time runs fast, so I go to the next one. Causes of a hardened heart. First one was, you know, don't harden your heart. First point. Second, heart can be hardened like a stone. You might need deliverance and healing. Causes of a hardened heart. And this is a good one. Then you will find out, you know, what can cause, you know, the hardened heart. You don't even know about it. First, you know, sin. Sin sin hardens your heart. If you don't repent... You know, any sin handles your heart. So you already, you know, we all, when we were in sin, we were just hardened, you know, just sinners. That's what we were. Some people more, some people less. But Bible says in Hebrews chapter 3 verse 13, but exhort one another daily. Why it is called today. Lest any of you be hardened to the deceitfulness of sin. Sin deceives you feels good, do it. Looks good, take it. Or well, it might not be good. And once you take it, suddenly so so you harden. You say, oh, I will do it one more time. And one more time. And soon you are in addiction. So sin, every sin hardens your heart. Bible says when lust is conceived, bring us forth sin. And sin, sin brings forth death. Means something spiritual vital dies within you the moment you sin. God showed it to me in a night vision. I saw black chalkboard was written in James 1.15. And that's what it is about. When lust is conceived, bring us forth sin. And sin bring us death. That's why people feel depressed after some parties. The more you sin, the more you feel depressed. Finally, you get depression. Hardness of heart can come through inherited curses. Your father was like that and then he was hard on you. I was talking to a one sister from Europe contacting me because she wanted to divorce her husband, who was highly educated at university, because he was never happy with his wife, comparing her with others. He was never happy, you know, with his family. He was not happy with anything. The reason he was not happy. Because his father was never happy about his son. He wanted to have the best student. He got the best student. But he got a monster just like, like the father was. So he agreed to talk to me three times. Deliverance counseling. Why deliverance counseling? Because there are instances Jesus did not cast out devil. He's, he spoke first to a person. He said to the father, how long has it been? He didn't start deliverance. He said, how long has it been? So sometimes you have to talk. After the third counseling... With that man whom I wanted to divorce, we had deliverance session on Skype. And uh, I tried to cast out those devils that are not coming out. The Holy Spirit says, I want her to give the command. It's not that I couldn't cast it out. God blocked it because he wanted the wife who wanted to divorce her husband to give the command. Just to aggravate the devil even more. I said, Monica, I think you should give the command. She said, Pastor, I had the same witness. So the moment she gave a command. That was on the Skype. You know, those demons did not scream. He was roaring like a beast. This highly educated man. The next time I met them, and I saw the, you know, they're beside each other. I saw there was like a light, encompassing uh, both of their heads. I've never seen anything like this before or after. I said, you guys are in unity. They said, yes. And then again. We pray deliverance. So, inherited curses. Example, in Second Kings, uh, chapter 17, it says, uh, the Lord talking, verse 14, notwithstanding, I'm not reading King James Version, they would not hear, but hardened the, their necks. like to the neck of their fathers. Harden means stubborn. <laughs> harden necks means hardened hearts. Bible says stubbornness, Is as a sin of iniquity, and God does visit iniquities of the forefathers upon children to the third and fourth generation. They will not hereby harden their necks like the neck of their fathers that did not believe in the Lord their God. So we can see here a generational curse. But around the next one, pride right hard and see we are already talking about. But the best example is it's in Daniel. He's talking to Babylonian king about Nebuchadnezzar, who is already gone. He says like that, 520. He says but when he, he's talking about Nebuchadnezzar king, prophet Daniel to the next uh, king of Babylon. But when he, when his heart, whose heart, Nebuchadnezzar heart, was lifted up, his mind hardened in pride. So mind can be hardened because of pride. Heart can be hardened because of pride. He was deposed from his kingly throne and he was running on heads and feet eating grass for seven years till the mind, the reason came back to him and got restored him to his kingdom so that be and, you know through pride you can be hardened you know in Nehemiah it talks about pride Nehemiah chapter 9 verse 29 it says and testified against them that the bring them against again unto thy law yet they dealt proudly and hearken not unto thy commandments but sin against thy judgment which if a man do, he shall live in them." I withdrew their shoulder and hardened their neck I would not hear. Once I was doing mass deliverance in Edmonton and Holy Spirit showed me one guy. When I asked people who wants prayer, extra prayer, lift up your hands. He then lift up his hand. Holy Spirit said, go to him. So I went to him, I said, hi, brother. He said, hi. I said, do you need any prayer? He says, yes why didn't you lift up your hand, I don't know, what's your problem, he he said, pride, (laughs) I said, really, and uh, then he told me he was a missionary, who came back from a mission field, defeated, he thought it was pride, so I, I said, okay, just repeat after me, Jesus, Jesus, forgive me, my parents, ancestors, for sin of pride, we close the door, we break the curse. Then I commanded pride to manifest, come out. Instantly his head went down. So I used my two hands to lift up his chin and I look into his eyes. The whites were literally red. Somebody looking at me. I said, What's your name? A voice said, Pride. <laughs> I said, Well, come out. Well pride was out. And that you know, just that, you know, just unblocked the gate from other demons to come out he went home and his wife looked at him and said you look different kind of a better where were you he said oh well there's this community hall and there was a deliverance workshop. i went there and got some deliverance he said go and get more go again get more praise the lord rebellion well rebellion hardens the heart Well, when Pharaoh hardened his heart (laughs) in rebellion, how do we know it was rebellion? Well, simply, I will not do it. I will not listen. Moses says, That says the Lord. Or Aaron, he said, Well, who is Lord? He he very well knew that God was. And um, where is it? That would be, uh, yeah, I'm looking to Exodus chapter 7. Not not 17, verse 14. Uh And the Lord said unto Moses, Pharaoh's heart is hardened. He refuses to let the people go because Pharaoh already had heart hardened by the pride he had. He had heart hardened by... Every time he refused the word of the Lord... His heart was hardened even more in the more in the more. We'll talk about even more and more and more and more. we we'll talk about it. Harden, heart can be hardened through sorrow, but experiences, you know, just hurts. You can harden your heart, allow demons to build walls of rejection around your heart. Problem is there's is no, there is no way out. There's no way out. And uh you are a prisoner. The only way out is up. You have to turn to the Lord. But it says in the book of Job, you know, chapter, sorrow or, you know, grief or hurts can harden your heart. Job chapter 6, there it is, chapter 6, verse 10. Then should I yet have comfort, yet I would harden myself in sorrow. Some people are so hardened in sorrow, because of hurts, you cannot even comfort them. Sometimes I waited half an hour, demons blocking person's throat, before they could say, "I forgive my brother." With one woman, I forgive somebody else. Not kidding you. But once that was done, but it, you know, once that was done, then you, you know, could deliver them. So I just repeat again because it's a sixteen. Then should I have comfort? Yeah, I would harden myself in sorrow. Praise God. So sometimes, you know, just, people just, they need to forgive. They say, I cannot forgive. I had that lately. I said, oh, you're speaking to me. You can forgive. It's act of your will. It's it's not how you feel. Jesus didn't feel like going to the cross. He said to the Father, if it's possible, take it away from me. But he did. So don't worry how you feel. Just, just. You mean it what you say? You forgive it even if you don't feel like it, and when they do that, then I cast out the spirit of unforgiveness toward the Father or somebody and break the power of it and they are free. Idolatry causes the hardness of heart. Bible says don't have other gods before me. Simple as that. You know you're your heart toward God, this is a bad one. So idolatry second Kings in seventeen verse fourteen. I already spoke that. Notwithstanding, they would not hear my heart and their necks like their fathers. They did not believe their God. And they rejected his statutes, his covenant that he made with their fathers. And his testimonies, which he testified against them. And they followed vanity and became vain. And went after the heathen, which means after the heathen gods, that were round about them, concerning whom the Lord charged them, that they should not do like them. So idolatry, you know, just will harden you. covetousness that's why the Bible says in Deuteronomy fifteen seven. seven. causes you to be hardened toward poor brother. So why are you bypassing your poor brother when you know very well he needs bread? Don't say the Lord bless you when you have money. Or help him to have something to eat. It says, do not harden your heart toward poor brother. That's why fasting is good. Because fasting is a way of the cross. Break the hardness of heart. You're able to, to relate to people who are poor. People who are hungry. You're afflicted. David said, I afflicted my soul with fasting. It's good for you. Do fast. Jesus said, this kind comes only by fasting. And prayer, you need to fast. you didn't say if you fast, <laughs> but when you fast. We should have that in our, you know, just Christian discipline times of fasting. Heart can be, of course, harder through unbelief. Jesus did miracle of feeding 5,000, and they were surprised later on when he did another miracle. miracle. And Jesus had himself because of your harder and heart. You didn't believe really my miracle, the first one. You thought that maybe I was some kind of a magician. So, <laughs> you better believe miracles. Oh God. Hebrew chapter 3, starting verse 8. Harden not your heart as in the provocation, the day of temptation, the wilderness. When your father tempted me and proved me, saw my weight for the years. Forty years. And Bible says, verse 19, so we see they could not enter in because of unbelief. Lots of Christians cannot enter into blessing of God because of unbelief. And unbelief is, you know, hard in your heart. I was doing a mass deliverance and I saw one sister who came for the first time. So I went to her and she was not getting deliverance. I said, sister, do you need some deliverance? Uh, She says, yes. I said, from what? She says, I don't know. I said, well, you came here. He said, Well, I don't know. I said, Well, ask Jesus, I will come back. I came back. I said, Did he speak to you? She said, Yes. I was shocked. <laughs> I said, What did he say? She said, Unbelief. Simple prayer. Knowledge. My people perish for the lack of knowledge. If you have knowledge, in five minutes can you can deliver a person from their lifelong troubles. I said, repeat after me. Jesus, Jesus, forgive me my parents' ancestors so for sin of unbelief. Sin of unbelief. The moment she said that I closed the door, broke the curse. I said, spirit of unbelief, demon of unbelief, come out. After confessing sin of unbelief, I commanded spirit of unbelief. With a big scream, long one, he came out. And he unblocked the way for moral deliverance. Because He, he was blocking all the deliverance. Therefore, God told me to do a teaching, removing stone of unbelief. Most of my teachings, all of them are based on the true stories. It happened in my deliverance sessions. Spirit of unworthiness. You know, dealing with spirit of unworthiness. Three people manifested unworthiness during mass deliverance. Two in women, one in men. How do I know? I talked to them. And so on and so on. Lies. Oh, (laughs) lies can harden your heart towards somebody. It was simply a lie. We go to one of the most ugliest ones: Religious devils. Religious devils. Look at this one. In Jesus, <laughs> example, you know, just dealing with with religious leaders. Oh, religion harden, hardens your heart. The word religio in Latin means bondage. We don't want a religion. We want a freedom in the Holy Spirit. But in Mark chapter 3, Jesus is coming to synagogue. He knows what he's going to do. He knows he's going to do a miracle on the Sabbath day when they didn't want to do miracle on the Sabbath day. If their ox fell into a ditch on the Sabbath day, they would pull it out. But to heal a person on the Sabbath day, that was forbidden. What a bunch of hypocrites. And he, Jesus, entered again. You see, again, he, he knew how to aggravate them. And he, Jesus, entered again into synagogue and there was a man there which had a withered hand. And they watched him, the religious devils watched him, the priests. Whether he would heal him on the Sabbath day, that they might accuse him. And he says unto the man which had the withered hand, stand forth. So the man stood up. But Jesus didn't start start the healing yet. He told the man to stand up. So he's standing up, everybody sitting. Then Jesus turned to the religious crowd. Is it okay, lawful, to do good on the Sabbath days or to do evil, to save life? Or to kill. They hold their peace. Nobody wanted to say anything because they were afraid that he would <laughs> confound them. They were they were saying nothing. And when he Jesus looked around, he was looking around, nobody saying anything, with anger, Jesus was angry, righteous anger. I said be angry, but sin not. Being grieved for their hardness of their hearts. He was already grieved, he knew it. He says unto the man who was standing, everybody sitting, stretch forth thy hand. The words of Jesus had power instantly, goes into the heart of the person and they believe. And he, with the withered hand, stretched it out and his hand was restored whole as the other. And everybody was happy. No, they were not happy. And right away they took a counsel with the Herodians against Jesus, how they might destroy him religious spirits. I'm just going further because I'm running out of time. There's lots of examples in the Bible, in, you know, this famous sermon of of uh, Stephen, you know, they, he was just a normal ordinary believer, doing full of the Holy Ghost and power. He was doing all the miracles, so the Sadducees called him, you know, Kangaroo court, and he gave them famous sermon in Acts chapter 7. And he said to them, um, you stiff-necked like your fathers were, you know, and they ran upon him, you know, all this dignified religious crowd lifted up their ropes, running, lashing their teeth, and they stoned them. Because he called them stiff-necked like your fathers, means hardness of heart. Praise God. Now what the Bible says, Exodus 7, 3, I, God, will harden Pharaoh's heart and multiply my sights and wonders, or Exodus 14.4, and I, God, will harden Pharaoh's heart. God did not harden Pharaoh's heart against his will, but as a direct consequences of his rebellion. God has revealed himself through the plagues. Pharaoh should have been on his face seeing such miracles. Now he hardened his heart more and more. As the sun hardens the clay, but softens the wax, so light of the divine revelation harden those that are rebellious, but softens those who are responsive to God. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. Yeah. So remedy the remedy is the cross. Come to the Lord. Summon to God. Resist the devil. He will free from you. Number one, you go through repentance. Number two, you break the curses of a hardened heart. Break the curses, now. start deliverance. It might not be in one shot. It could be a process. Some people need deliverance and healing because they hardened themselves put the walls of rejection. Got a demon called the protector or Goliath. There was a demon in a woman named Goliath. What do you do? I protect her from being abused. My wife, was so beaten by her mother, one day she heard a voice. Let me in. Let me in and you will never feel all the beatings of your mother. So she did. There was a demon, she could never feel the beating. Even if the mother was beating her to a pulp. Because demon came in, which caused her not to feel the beating. You know, later on she needed deliverance from this hardness. Praise God. Hallelujah. God can soften your heart. In Ezekiel thirty-six twenty-six, a new heart also will I give you. God can give you a new heart and take away the stony heart. One guy, one guy was so excited about promise of a new heart, and he was not happy with his heart for three months. He prayed, Lord, 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 give me a, give me a, a pure heart. After three months, suddenly he had a pure heart. God will give you heart of flesh, loving heart. It's a process. It's like the mind be transformed by renewing of your mind. Be transformed by renewing of your heart. But renew your heart, your mind, your will, your emotions. Psalm 51, 10. Create in me a clean heart O God, renew a right spirit within me. Praise the Lord. So, we finish here. Heavenly Father, we just thank you for the grace. Grace, Lord God, upon this teaching, I seal the teaching, the truth. All these words from you with the blood of Jesus Christ in people's hearts. That the wicked might not take it away. And Lord God, I pray in the name of Jesus Christ that... Keep, Lord God, watering your word in their hearts and bring fruit. The end of it will be a new heart, pure heart. And now, Lord God, we come in prayer. So everybody repeats after me. Heavenly Father, I come to the throne of grace and mercy to obtain mercy. Thank you, Almighty God, that I can come to you. For the Bible says, come unto God, for whoever comes to him must believe. That he is, he is a rewarder of those who seek him. So I come to you, Lord God. I give you my heart. God, I admit, I manifest this hardness of heart in times, in places, towards certain people. I was partial towards some people. I have a loving heart. Towards some people, when I see them instantly, Lord God, my heart feels hardened. I don't want to be like that. I want to be like Jesus. Love everybody. So Lord God, put your light on. Let me see in your light, Father God, the places in my heart where my heart is hardened concerning you, concerning certain people, concerning certain things. My heart is hardened in certain situations, but not in all. And I don't even know. Help me, Lord God, in Jesus' name. Forgive my parents and ancestors for how... Hardened heart for sins which open me to hardened heart and stiff neck. I confess this as a sin of iniquity. I break the curse as far back as it goes on both sides of my family. Close every door. In Jesus' name, give my heart to your hands. Circumcise my heart. Take authority over demons. Behind hardened heart. I command you, start to leave me right now, Lord God, as I confess also, Lord God, all sins, not only all sins which open the door for hard and hard to be established, but specifically, Lord God, I break all curses, confess sins of pride, rebellion, stubbornness, sorrow. I forgive everybody who have hurt or disappointed me. I forgive myself also. Forgive us, Lord God, for sins of idolatry covetousness, unbelief, living lies, being religious. I break all those curses, close all the doors, I break those curses behind all the sins, inherited curses, pride, rebellion, sorrow, idolatry, covetousness, unbelief, lies, religious spirits. And I command any and all connected evil spirits to come out. Out of the heart, out of the heart. Bible says in letter to Hebrews, Talks about evil heart of unbelief. I the curse of evil heart of unbelief. And I release the heart. These things come out of the heart. Come out. Out of the heart. Out of the heart. Come out. Come out. All the hurts. Hurts. Deep hurts. Come out. Out of the heart. Unbelief. Out of the heart. Everything in the heart. I command. Keep believing. Keep believing. I rebuke you. I strip you from all my power rank. Come out. Spirits of hardened and heart. Come out. Come out. All the way. Always the, the pride, pride, pride like a stone, pride like a millstone. break that curse of Leviathan, pride, stubbornness, rebellion, with the curse of a uh, heavy yoke. In the neck. And I remove the demonic yoke. And I release the light yoke of Jesus. In Jesus' name. Come out spirits which came through inherited sins. Because of iniquities of the forefathers. Keep living the family line. i the curse of heart and heart. Stubbornness. Rebellion. Pride. Over the family tree. Family line. As far back as it goes. On both sides of the family. I release the blood of Jesus. guys. Keep cleansing. 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 The bloodline. Lord God, as I, Lord God, break those curses as far back they, they go, Lord God. Specifically, break the curse, since I break the curse of the fourth generation, Lord God, I release blessing. Third generation, I release blessing. Second generation, is blessing. First generation, I release blessing. And I bless them. In this, I put the judgment upon every spirit, all spirits related, connected to hardness of heart. Keep living. Keep believing in any inherited. Keep believing. I command everything that spiritual DNA and physical whatever is crooked be made straight. Whatever is sick be healed in this time. Command all the sicknesses, infirmities, disorders because of hardened heart. Come out. Because of rebellion, pride, stubbornness. Come on. Keep moving on. I put you in the judgment of God day and night, day and night. Release the danger of the Lord. persecute you. Make your road dark and slippery. Release the mind, the will, emotion, body, the heart. God give them a new heart clean heart, pure heart, Lord God. welcome them, order their steps in deliverance and healing, Lord God. We release people from their hurts, deep hurts of past sorrows, grief, experiences, traumas, which Lord God created, brought, Demonic guardians and protectors. We don't want you, Jesus, our protector. Leap right now, Lord God. We give you our heart. Take our hearts, Lord Jesus. You came to heal those broken in heart, and not only that, but deliver those who have hardened hearts, Lord Jesus. Circumcise their hearts, Lord Jesus. Deliver their hearts and heal their hearts, Lord, that so they they have a heart after God, heart like jesus i bless them all i bless their lives i bless them with graces for deliverance and healing even the process of deliverance and healing and restoration in jesus name i bless them with all blessing of abraham god bless abraham in all things they are children of abraham through faith in
0: jesus christ put the name of Jesus Christ upon them all be blessed amen well done very powerful show today joseph give out your information on how folks can find your handiwork, please.
1: I, I I live in Canada, so I'm a Canadian who came from Europe forty three years ago, Central Europe, Poland. And but I you know, lived more in Canada than Poland. And God called me to deliverance, you know. 35 years ago, I had a vision of seeing the demonized church, Christians going to church with horns on their heads and faces being blank, which represented that they were demonized, they didn't know. And then they were coming out of the church, I will lay hands on them and deliver them. And God's hands showed up from heaven, pulling things out of their faces. So first time I did deliverance was in a vision and God was working with me. Then I had face-to-face meeting with Jesus. He said, you are in deliverance. So I am in deliverance, you know, and I teach specialized in deliverance. We are full gospel church called Promised Land Ministries. You can find us on jesusdeliverance.com. We've been to 31 countries, translated our manual to 11 languages, and, uh, Every Friday at 7 p.m. Mountain Time, we have a mass deliverance and people, you know, as far as New Zealand get deliverance, people watch us as far as Japan, Australia, just name it. If you send us a prayer request before 7 p.m. Friday night, Mountain Time, 7 p.m. Mountain Time, <laughs> you know, if you send us requests, I will call those things out during mass deliverance. It's a short mass deliverance, which is always a teaching how to do deliverance in a group of 550 or 5 million. It doesn't matter. So we have lots of testimonies. People uh, watch Friday nights because we have place and worship, then we have a teaching, always deliverance teaching. There's short mass deliverance, and then I disappear. I go into individual deliverances. You know. Now, we go to places where some people don't go or do schools of deliverance. Like, for example, Benin. I was in Benin uh, last year, year 2019 in December. And then I was at the beginning of 2020 in February in Benin and Togo. Benin being credo of voodoo for the whole Africa. It's all in French. So we, went, we when we went there first time, at the end of 2018, we did 101. And 2020, February, we did 201. When we went there in 2018, you know, in December 2019, in January, which was a month later, they organized a festival of one million voodoo worshippers from all over the world, with 1,200 special witch doctors from Nigeria joining. So we built the altar of deliverance one month before they had this ungodly festival, which, you know, already made a big hole in the spirit realm. When we went there uh, this year in February, Pastor Dr. Uzoma, who is the president of our Bible school, you know, he said, Pastor, please come because they want to make voodoo as a mandatory subject in elementary schools and high schools. And they started to work already on a voodoo Bible. They said the white men came and destroyed their voodoo. So I went there. It was massive deliverances. Massive. So, people, what I want to say, if you support us, those who go to the front, those who stay at the back at the same pay, you'll be prayed for for the whole year. Even if you give a dollar, if you give at the beginning of January, you'll be prayed for for a whole year. Pray about every aspect of your life on Tuesday morning, every Tuesday. That's how we repay those who support us or pray for us. And if you cannot just pray for us, and God will bless me financially, because my goal is, as the enemy flooded the whole world with wickedness, I want to flood the whole world with the knowledge of deliverance. As the enemy flooded the whole world with COVID so fast, I want to go back and forth and do schools of deliverance, teach God's people how to cast out devils, you know. And in Africa, they all know about deliverance, but they they miss the dimension we have. They really do. I have to re-educate them. I don't care if they have 100,000 people in a service and talk about deliverance. Honestly, because I told the Lord, why should I go to Nigeria, for example, they have Dr. Olukaye. And the Lord said, because the way you do the school. And the way I do the school is the Lord told me when I was going to Nigeria Victory Bible Institute to teach. He said, take your teaching, make School of Deliverance 101. Now we have as far as 501 in europe not in canada in canada we have only 101 and 201 but in europe they are working already on 601 and if i go next year it will be 701 and i will quit (laughs) i I will have enough material to go with it around the world to jesus christ come so lord bless you all you know god and deliverance is not a gift remember everybody is called to be in deliverance I am in deliverance because I have a special calling because of the lack of deliverance in the body of Christ and the absolute necessity for it in the body of Christ. And if you have troubles understanding my Polish, listen to it second time. You will get used to it, like my congregation, like everybody who's listening to me from, from you know, New Zealand to Japan to Australia, whatever. Praise
0: the Lord. Well, you know, the demons understand Polish. <laughs> Hey, I call
1: out the demons in in English out in uh, Togan, Benin, when actually official language is is French, but actually they speak to each other in one dialect. So you have three languages. I speak in English, demons come out speaking in French or sometimes in the dialect. Yeah. They
0: understand. Joseph, it's always a pleasure to Eh? have you. Thank you. Thank you so much, dear sister. Lord bless you all. Amen. Thanks, Joseph. Folks, that was Joseph Jasinski. His information is linked in the description below. And don't forget, all you Albertans, this Saturday, October 31st, high noon, Alberta Legislature in Edmonton, Alberta, Canada, come and join us. Amazing speakers, stand here and roar. There's a lot of stuff coming down the pike that is very evil, and it is time that we exercise our power, our authority, stand in the gap, break curses. The Lord has shown me about breaking the curse in the land, and I want to have people come out and stand in agreement with us for this nation, folks. This is a pivotal time. So if you live in Canada, and you can get out there this Saturday, please come. This is so important. I really appreciate everyone tuning into the program today. Thank you so much. We will see you real soon. Good night and God bless you.